Hi, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Keep It Pushing. And as usual, I am very excited to be here. Happy New Year. It is 2021, guys. Oh my God, I'm trying to figure out where 2020 went, but I guess a lot happened, but at the same time, nothing happened. So yeah, I can't even describe the past year. But as I have mentioned many, many, many times, I've had a good year. And these past few days, I've just been doing some reflection in... I feel very, very grateful just to have all my family members alive and healthy, me myself as well, alive and healthy. I am very grateful. So today's episode, I have decided that this will be the final episode for season one of Kip It pushing. Yes, I wasn't planning on doing season one, season two, but I was like, you know what? Maybe we can switch it up a little bit, maybe make some few changes for season two. The changes, I don't know yet what they're going to be, but you have to tune in next week to find out. But I'm really excited. It's going to force me to be a little bit more creative. I have my notebook. I'll sit and just write down some ideas of what I want to do different for this year or for season two, we can say. I haven't decided what I wanted to title this episode, but I do know that I just want to talk a lot about things I've learned in 2020 and just moving forward in 2021 What are the things that I want to have in the front of my mind? Is that even correct English in the front of my mind? I don't even know. But what (laughs) things that I want to think about daily and things that I want to improve just this year. I have a feeling that this year is just going to be filled with growth, filled with love, and just (laughs) filled with blessings. Yes, I am speaking it into existence. I know 2020, we all started it extremely excited, and we were all hoping for a more eventful year than we have. Eventful in a positive way, that's what we were hoping for. But I don't think we should give up. We should still stay positive and I know people are saying, no, 2021 is not going to be different. It's just 2020 2020 continuing. But no, I refuse to say that. I feel that it is going to be a good year. And that is just what I am projecting or forecasting, I may say. So hopefully you guys are viewing the new year in a positive light as well. Well, but yeah, this is a really long intro, but today I have made a few notes on things that I want to talk about. I know it's been a while. It's been over two weeks since I uploaded my last episode. I can't believe it's been it's been that long. I think since I started the podcast, this has been the longest I have gone without recording or posting an episode. But as you guys know, I was on a social media break and I just had a lot going on in my life. And when everything was over, I just needed to rest. But now I'm back and better. And as you guys can hear my voice, I am very, very, very happy 
to be recording this episode and speaking to you guys. Yes, you guys are my home girls. Okay. Okay, but I did check my analytics. I was thinking, I was like, should I say home girls? Yeah, I checked my analytics and apparently over 90% of my listeners are women or females. So yes, you listening, you are my home girl. And I appreciate you for tuning in every week and just listening to me. And if this is your first time, welcome to the fam. Yes. <laughs> and make sure you come back next week and listen to the previous episodes as well. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Yay. <laughs> Let's start off this episode with some life updates. So it is currently January 2nd, yes, and I am officially off my social media break. I was on a break for exactly a month, actually. I started my break from Instagram. I'm saying social media, but I mean Instagram and TikTok, December 2nd. And today I posted for the first time on my regular Instagram page or my main page. And I'm happy to be back. And I genuinely feel that moving forward, hopefully I will have more discipline and I will not spend as much time as I used to. And guys, if you see me on Instagram way too often commenting, posting nonstop, check me. DM me be like, girl, you're spending way too much time on Instagram. <laughs> because that was the whole purpose of this break, just to limit the time that I spend on Instagram. Because you can be scrolling and scrolling, and the next thing you know, two hours is gone. So yeah, and another benefit from that, about I was able to get a lot of work done. Yes, and that feels great. And just being able to go take my walks every now and then without always updating my stories and taking pictures, it was well needed. I feel that I'm back and I'm better. So if you have never taken a break from Instagram or whatever social media platform that you feel that you're addicted to, (laughs) take a break. Even if you're not addicted, but you just feel that you spend way much time, (laughs) way too much time take a break. You don't have to do a month, maybe a week or a weekend. Yeah. The second life update I wanted to give you guys is, woof, stress got your girl. Okay, let me tell you something. When I am stressed, my go-to is sweets. During that three weeks that I had so much to do, (laughs) I was baking brownies three times a week. I ate so much sweets. If it wasn't brownies, I was just eating Hershey's. And imagine eating that amount of sugar. It's not good for anyone. (laughs) And second, because I was so busy, I didn't prioritize doing my 10,000 steps a day. So it was a good two weeks where I was slacking. And there were days where I was just taking like 2,000 steps a day. So I was at home in front of the computer, eating sugar and basically not working out. So one plus one, guess what happened? Hmm, Your girl got a little thick. I gained some weight. (laughs) 
So today I weighed myself and I have gained a little over seven pounds. And it might not sound like a lot, but for the short amount of time, I gained it, let's say, in a matter of three weeks, four weeks. Isn't it crazy how long it takes to lose weight? But for you to gain it, it's like blink of a assembly. How do you say blink of an eye when you gain all that weight? Do you know how long it took me to lose the 10 pounds during that summertime? It took me like two months of working every single day, 10,000 steps. But yeah. Okay, let's just make it clear. I am not sad. I'm not feeling down about the seven pounds. It's life. We are in a pandemic, COVID-19 or COVID. I don't even know why they COVID, call, call it COVID-19. I feel like it should be called COVID-2020 because that's when it really hit us here in New York, at least. But yeah, and I understand it's hard to maintain your weight. People are stressed and all that stuff. So today when I weighed myself, I was like, damn, I was like, wow. And for a second, I was just like, Ugh. and then I had to pick myself up again. I'm like, girl, you know what? You still fine. <laughs> and I am sure I'm not the only one who have gained weight. So if you're listening to this episode and you feel like you've gained weight these past months or weeks, I'm telling you, you still look fine. I am sure. And don't stress yourself. It's a little bit of weight just by walking every now, every day. And I don't know if you are like me and you're addicted to sweets, maybe just reduce it. And maybe you gain weight and you love it and you don't want to lose it. So yeah, for me personally, I am not stressing about losing the weight next week. So I'm just going to take my time. The most important thing right now at this moment is just to get back to walking daily, my 10,000 steps. So yeah, that's another life update. Your girl is a little bit thicker nowadays, but I ain't mad. I took some really cute pictures wearing my, what is it called? Ivy pack jumpsuit. So I will post them today so you can go to my profile and <laughs> at Keep It Pushing Podcast, my main page, and you can see <laughs> how that weight gain look on me. I don't think I look too bad. I think I look good a little bit fuller too. So yeah, <laughs> look at me hyping myself. But yeah, but I will definitely try to get back to my regular weight because none of my jeans are fitting at the moment and mm -mm, I need my jeans to fit. I am not going to buy a new closet. <laughs> so that is my main motivation. So that's my life update. So let's get into the bullet points of things I want to talk about regarding things I'm just going to think about moving forward in 2021. So the first thing that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about is rejection. I was thinking about it the other day and for so long, I have thought that I was not scared of rejection. And you know what? That's not true. I have thought about not one, two, but many things in life that I haven't done due to the fact that I was scared of being rejected. 
And we all can relate to that, I guess. No one likes to be rejected when it comes to dating, when it comes to looking for work, or when it comes to making new friends. No one likes to be rejected. Rejection is not just not easy. So I wouldn't say I have a fear of rejection. No, I have done things in life where I have been rejected, but I still pick myself up and, you know, keep it pushing. But I do feel that there's a part of me that plays it safe. Yes, I have to admit that. And maybe you guys can relate as well. And if you feel what I'm saying, we need to work on that for 2021. Mm -mm, Because when you want to move forward in life and when you just want to grow or make changes, rejection is just something that we can't avoid. It's not something that you can duck, you know. So we just have to put ourselves out there fully because when you play it safe, you will get rejected less. Yes, of course, you will not get rejected as much as someone who's just out there every day knocking on all the doors and sending emails and just putting themselves forward. That person might get rejected more than you. Yes, but guess what? That person is increasing their chances of getting what they want you know so i have heard this saying that every rejection is just one step closer to a yes so i personally just want to work on that the fear of rejection i don't think i have fear but just not letting it stop me I feel there are some aspects in my life where I feel more insecure. There are things that I just, I don't care. Like, for example, dance auditions. When I used to do that and let's say I would get rejected, I didn't lose sleep over that. But there are other aspects that I have noticed that, mm -mm, like, I don't like to be rejected. And I have to be honest, one of those things is dating. Mm -mm, I don't go and ask a guy out. I need to know that you like me first (laughs) before I even start liking you. So maybe that's something that I should, mm, I don't know if I'm going to work on that. Maybe. Hmm, Let's get back to that. I will (laughs) come another episode and see if I will be the girl that will go and ask a guy out. It is 2021, so I am 100% sure there are a lot of girls asking guys out. I know my, I had a friend who told me that she, when she wanted a guy, (laughs) I don't even know if I should say this story, but yeah, you guys are my homegirls, so let's talk about it. I had this friend once that told me that when she wanted to talk to a guy, she would literally go to that guy's Instagram page and like a lot of pictures of this guy and that is how a guy notice her and if that guy writes to her like as in slide in her dm then she knows that that guy finds her attractive or like what he sees and then he can make a move so you know <laughs> i don't think i'll be doing that anytime soon but i just wanted to mention that do you guys do that too i guess that's pretty smart because you're not just going straight to the dm so yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be that girl but that is one aspect that 
Mm-mm, I don't like to be rejected, so I don't put myself out there like that. But when I'm talking about rejection, it's more of, I will say, in the work life things, like jobs that I really want. I feel that sometimes I will not apply for those jobs because I feel like I'm not qualified enough and I'm just like, oh, I will just get rejected and I will feel bad. So I'm like, mm, just don't do it. Or I will make up an excuse that makes sense uh, why I shouldn't apply. I'm like, no, you should wait until you have more experience. Mm-mm, let's go for it. I'm sure there are many people that are, have positions at you know, their workplaces that they didn't think that they were qualified for, but the confidence that they had in themselves, or maybe they would, or maybe it's not even confidence. It's just that they didn't let, you know, them possibly being rejected, stop them. And if you're listening, I am sure there's at least one aspect in your life where you have this fear of rejection and you are the person holding yourself back so mm -mm, let's not do that anymore and that is one thing that i am going to work on in 2021 that that point just went all over the place from dating for me telling a story time about my friend but i hope you guys understand what i was saying i was just basically saying if there's an aspect in your life that you know that you don't like to be rejected so you hold yourself back that you just don't dive fully in when you're doing it you just dip a toe or you just dip your foot in the water instead of just diving in Mm -mm, let's not do that in 2021 let's go all in okay (laughs) another thing i wanted to talk about is being uncomfortable it is similar to rejection i guess in a way no mm, i don't know but being uncomfortable that's what i wanted to talk about i feel personally that when we are uncomfortable it is so easy for us to give up or to just tell ourselves that you know what this is not for me if it was for me then I wouldn't feel this uncomfortable and I have done that too you know in the past and even now there are things that I have tried and after doing it for a month or a week it just doesn't feel right I feel uncomfortable and I just give up no Sometimes being uncomfortable doesn't mean that what you are or sometimes being uncomfortable doesn't mean that what you are doing is wrong or is not for you. It just means that you have to hold on a little bit longer, work on your craft if it's like a skill that you're trying to learn or if it's a person that you are trying to be friends with or someone that you are dating and it's only been a week and you just don't feel fully comfortable with that person, that doesn't mean that that person is not for you. You guys are not meant to be together or you guys are not meant to be friends. I just feel we, including me, when we don't feel comfortable in a situation, we were like, oh, my intuition told me that, oh, my intuition is telling me that this is not right. And this is something that I have done many, many, many times that I don't give certain things, you know, the time that it deserves. And that is one way that you can block your blessings. There are many projects that I have started and I stopped because 
I just didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> there are dance classes that I've taken that I stopped taking. There are people that I was getting to know that I just gave up on because I'm like, mm, this just is not riding smoothly. And in life, nothing is going to, not nothing, but everything is not going to be effortless or go smooth. No. So just be mindful the amount of time and how much effort have you given that thing that you feel really uncomfortable at and you'll be like, mm, I'm not going to do it then. You understand? I remember there was, what was it? There was something that I was doing and I just felt so uncomfortable. I'm not even going to tell you guys what it was, but I just remember I was supposed to do it and I had made this goal that I was going to do it for a month and I did it for three days and I just gave up after that. And now looking back, I genuinely wish that I didn't give up. I gave up because I felt like, oh, if this was meant for me, then it would have gone smoother. No, it was because that thing that I was doing was new to me. That's why I felt uncomfortable. And I just wish sometimes that I could just go back and just shake my younger self and educate myself basically <laughs> to tell like, no, being uncomfortable is okay. And yeah, if you don't know that, I'm sure maybe you do. Maybe you just needed a reminder. <laughs> but yeah, if you're doing something at this moment that you are considering giving up because it's not going smoothly or every time before you do it, you're getting anxiety or sometimes it makes you lose sleep, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not for you. It just means maybe that you need to give it a little bit more time. Okay, have you guys noticed in life when we are really, really, I will not even say desperate, but in need, how from nowhere being uncomfortable is not even an option because you know you have to get it done one way or another. A good example would be if you have to pay your rent and you know that if you don't pay your rent, they're going to kick you out. Nine out of ten they will put their pride aside. They will put anxiety aside. They will put, you know, not feeling comfortable aside. And they will do what is necessary for them to be able to pay their rent so that they don't get kicked out of their apartment or room. So that shows you what you are capable of. It's just that us human beings, we give everything when we have, you know, when it is how do you say when you are faced towards the wall or when you have no way out, then we are out there giving our all. But why do we have to wait until something horrible is about to happen for us to be okay with being uncomfortable? No, let's be uncomfortable now. Does that make sense? Now, while things are still decent or things are going well, be uncomfortable and do things that, you know, you would probably feel like, mm, it's not really that necessary. You know, I have 
a little bit of savings so it's it's not necessary for me to try something that will be maybe hard or something that I will it will take time before I get used to it. Yeah, hopefully that makes sense what I was just trying to say. <laughs> I think it I think it did make sense. For me it does at least. I know that is one thing that I genuinely want to work on in 2021. Just not giving up so quick and knowing that I don't have to wait until something horrible is about to happen for me to be okay with being uncomfortable in you know in a situation where I'm trying to grow or get something from it and one of the things that I really really I'm going to implement in 2021 is two things. It's not starting something that I know that I will not continue. And when I say starting, it can mean anything with friends in a relationship, with your roommates, with your family, your mother, your father. If you know that you are not going to continue that act or that behavior or just anything don't start it. And when I say that, it applies to everything. I feel that in my life, that has been one of the things that have caused the most conflicts is that when you as a person, you start something and then people take it for granted and they start expecting it from you all the time. And then when you stop doing it, they get so mad because they assume that it is your responsibility or your job for you to do that thing. And then you guys start arguing or fighting or they, you guys are annoyed with each other. No, don't put yourself in that situation anymore. And this can apply to many different aspects in your life. I know for myself, my way of thinking was, oh, if I just do it now, that person might notice and then they will do it as they will do it next time. Let me tell you something. One thing I know is that common sense is not very common. For you, something can be considered common sense. And for someone else, they, I don't know if they just don't catch up on those things that you are doing for them or just they basically don't care that they will just expect for you to do it all the time a decent example will be with money if you know you give someone let's say a hundred dollars today because you wanted to give them and you say next week you do have that money and you give them again and you do it the third week the fourth week the fifth week and now they are taking it for granted and the sixth week you come and you say you're not going to do it. That person is annoyed with you because you have started doing something that you personally know that you don't want to continue. So don't do it then if you know that you don't want to continue it. And when you start noticing that people are taking for granted what you're doing for them, then as well, it's okay to take a step back because obviously we're human beings. Sometimes when you're doing something, you are so blinded, you don't see it. But when you notice it, just stop it. And to be honest, for me, is 
Just start a relationship how you want to continue it. And we have talked about on this podcast about boundaries. It's one of those things as well. And just simple things like I know like with cleaning and stuff, if you clean up after a person once and they make it dirty, you clean it up the second time and they make it dirty again, don't clean up after that person. Call them and tell them to clean up after themselves because you know you don't want to be the person cleaning up after them all their time. So I don't even know, it might be at your workplace that maybe a person never finished their job and you are the one who finished it for them. And maybe you doing it once or twice is not an issue. But if you start noticing that you are doing it frequently and you know that person is taking it for granted that you're going to be the one finishing their work for them, depending on what job you have. It might be paperwork. You might be working at a restaurant. You know, you might be a chef that, you know, they just expect you to do what their responsibilities are. And in the beginning, you didn't mind doing it. But now you see that they are taking a piss and, (laughs) you know, they're letting you do their work. And yeah, don't do it. Stop it. And just moving forward, don't even let it lead to a situation where you have to stop. Just don't do it at all from the beginning. If you see someone is not doing their work, leave it there for them for them to do. Obviously, it's different if that person is sick or they're not feeling well or if it's a person who does it for you. So obviously, if someone helps you, you help them. But if it's a person who's just letting you do everything, Mm-mm. don't let that happen. So start a relationship how you want that relationship to continue or how you want that relationship to be moving forward. And make sure by you setting that boundary in the beginning, it is you actually building the foundation to the kind of relationship you want with that person. And that doesn't mean that you are mean or bad. No. And that's just one thing I have recently started doing this past few months. And it has just been really, really, really helpful. You can't be the same person to every and sing every single friend or every single person in your life. No, you have to adapt the person you are depending on the friend, depending on who you're talking to, depending on what that friend does for you. You have to meet people (laughs) where they meet you, if that makes sense. But you have to meet them with the same energy they come with. That's just how life works. If you are with a friend that, you know, they are there for you, during hard times, be there for them during hard times as well. If there's friends that when you're going through stuff, they are nowhere to be found, but during good times, they are always there. Not to be mean, but when they're going through hard times, focus on yourself, let them go through their stuff. And obviously, there's everything is to a limit. There's moderation. When I say hard times, it's a difference if someone breaks up with their boyfriend or if actually they lose a loved one. But hopefully what I'm saying, like hard time, but just (laughs) I'm doing a lot of explaining, but basically do for them what they do for you. I know it might be petty, 
be petty. It's okay. I always used to say before that I don't want another person changing who I am. I am going to remain the same in this world we live in. If you do that, you are just giving way too much energy to some people who don't deserve it. No, you have to adapt who you are depending on who that person is or who that person is to you and how that person treats you. Point blank, period. But yeah, so basically this point was just saying in a relationship, start it how you want it to continue. Don't start something that you know that you will not be able to maintain. It can be with money. It can be with favors. It can be whatever it is, workplaces, just don't start something you can continue. And if you start something and you see someone is taking advantage, as soon as you notice, put a stop to it. Yes. <laughs> I just noticed that I have been talking now for almost 30, uh, 30 minutes. And I have so much more that I wanted to say here that is on my notes, but I'm just going to end this podcast with telling you guys about bullet journaling. So in 2021, I decided to get back into bullet journaling. In the beginning of last year, I found out about this journaling technique that is called bullet journal. And it's extremely helpful. And one of the ways that this journaling type is helpful is that you do something called a habit tracker which I am doing as well so you pick depending on what you want to track of course you can pick five to ten habits that you want to track and every night or early in the morning you just go to your bullet journal and you cross out the habits that you are tracking which one did you actually do that day I have my bullet journal at the moment right next to me. And some of the things that I'm tracking is making sure I take my 10,000 steps a day. I want to get back into meditating. So that was my goal with the bullet. I wrote it down with the tracking to meditate at least 10 to 15 minutes. I can do it. I have the time. I can find 10, 15 minutes to meditate. And it is January 2nd. I didn't do it yesterday or today. I'm going to get back to it tomorrow. I just want to sit, hear my thoughts. Another thing that I'm tracking is no sweets. Like how many days do I go without eating sweets? So basically, if you track these habits at the end of the month, just by looking at it, you can see very clearly what are the things that you have done really good at. You can track your workout, which I do if you're taking classes, just things that are important in your life. I know last year before COVID-19 came and take over, I was tracking workout and my dance classes. And at the end of the first month, at the end of January, when I checked, actually, I saw that I worked out quite a bit. I was working out way more than I thought that I used to. And another thing was that your girl here, I thought I used to dance all the time. When people used to tell me, I'm like, oh, I spent so much money on dance classes. And at the end of the month, when I checked my habit tracker with my bullet journal, I saw that I only took like four or five classes that whole month. So let me tell you, 
we have really, not only me, I'm telling you as well, we have bad memory. I'm sure if I asked you what you ate last Wednesday for breakfast, you can't remember unless it was like your wedding day or something was a really special day. But we forget easily. And by journaling this way, it's really easy to just see what are the things that you are doing? And after that, you can adapt. If you see that you're slacking on one aspect, you know that, you know, you need to work on it. So I would definitely recommend you guys looking into bullet journaling. I am doing a gratitude where I write one thing that I'm really grateful for every night. And another thing that I am doing with my bullet journal is one thing that I did really well that day and I am proud of myself. So for you, it might be maybe you worked out or you sent an email and you're just keeping track. And at the end of the year, or at the end of the month, uh, after four months or six months, you can just look back. Because I know it's really hard for us to remember six months ago, three months ago, what we did or yeah. And I have monthly goals, yearly goals, weekly goals that I'm trying to document as well. So yeah, I'm bullet journaling, guys. I should take pictures and post it so you guys know how my bullet journal look like. And I would recommend you guys join me 2021 on my bullet journal, what is it called, documentary, my bullet journal journey. So yeah, so we can make things happen. It's a really good way of just, you know, achieving your goals, making sure that you are doing what is necessary. For example, recording this podcast was on my to-do list today and it is currently 12.30 a.m. And because I had it written down, I was like, Mm-mm, I ain't going to bed without doing it. So I did it. Another thing I had on the list today was to braid my hair. And what else did I have on the list? I had a list, braid my hair, bullet journaling, and something else that I did. So I had four things and I have done three of them so far. So it feels great. I feel proud of myself. But guys, as you know, I love talking to you guys. I can talk until tomorrow. I'm going to let you guys go. If you listen all the way to the end, you are the bomb.com. Tune in next week to see what season two is going to be like. I'm already excited. And I hope that some of the things that I mentioned that I am going to be thinking about in 2021 is some things that you can apply to your life as well. Yes, I appreciate you all and... Have a good day, a good night, whatever time you're listening. And I'll be back with a new episode and a new season next week. Have a look out for my episode every Monday. Goodbye.